Okay, coach. Here we go. Here we go. Go ahead and introduce yourself, then I will introduce myself. Well, my name is uh, I'm Greg McNeil. Um, uh, they call me the coach. I am the person who is here to help you to live your best life as much as you possibly can uh, by helping you to make decisions that are grounded in um, integrity and truth and uh, in a sense of harmony. I yeah. like that, Coach. Yep. There you go. My name is uh, Sherry Wilson, owner of Genius Communication, or actually, oh my goodness, Coach, Genius Owl. Did you see how that thought habit just popped itself right on out? And that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously a podcaster, love to serve people and them living the lives that they want to live, uh, social media manager and marketer and business consultant. And I am super excited about our topic. And uh, so a lot of times we have no idea. I mean, I would say the majority <laughs> of times we have no idea what we're going to talk about. But you know what's um, really cool, Coach, is that because we live what we speak, there's mm -hmm. never a lack of learning that we're personally going through at the time or a lack of knowledge that we've, you know, been diving into maybe something that can help other people. So um, I uh, want to just grab the phrase that you used in our pre-show combo, and that is skillful means. So can you give us a little bit of an idea of what that is? Yeah, so I'll give a, a basic uh uh, definition, and then I'll try to give a practical example of it, okay? So <clears throat> skillful means is our research tool, it's our research genius, our capacity to explore in profound ways our healing, evolution, and our awakening to connection, our ability to unfold ourselves into a life that is most profound. It affects our attitudes, our behavior, our thinking, and our ways of relating to other people in the world, okay. right? Mm -hmm. So practically speaking, what does all that mean? So let's just say in an example, right? An example, I were to tell someone that I identify as a Christian. This is an example. So don't, listener, don't jump up and say, Greg, Coach Greg said he was a Christian. No, that's not what he said. He said it's an example. But in this example, I identify myself as a Christian. So if I do that, then I'm saying I am a follower of the one that we call the Christ. Mm -hmm. So what does my skillful means look like? What it looks like, practically speaking, is that you never find me in a place of discord. I'm never any place out in the street, on social media, I'm not arguing with people. I'm not trying to defend something. I'm certainly not trying to defend a deity that does not require my defense at all. But instead, I have a behavior that's so impeccable that no matter where I go in the world, somebody recognizes that I'm a loving person, right? Mm -hmm. That I am generous to everyone that I meet. And to the onlooker, um, they might even consider me to be an angelic, right? Because I am always that person, um, never identified with anything but goodness. That would be a practical example of mm -hmm. skillful me mm -hmm. for me. 
Um, so one of the, the things that, um, I think people need to understand when it comes to possessing really the skill of skillful means mm-hmm. is being very thorough in your research, being thorough in your thoughts and really, you know, challenging thoughts that like we've talked about no longer serve you or that maybe they're not accurate. And, uh, and so in the example I gave you in the pre-show, so we'll just continue on with, you know, the identifying as Christian. One of the things, not you, but the example that I, um, was, I have expressed frustration is how Christians can be some of the most unskillful when it comes to presenting an argument. And, you know, like for people like myself, that we are, um, Christ followers, um, for us, the word is the word. It, it's not an error. There's nothing about it that is inaccurate. And now interpreting it can be inaccurate, but God means what he says, says what he means. But just because our belief that the word is the absolute uh, say so doesn't mean everybody else does. And so in the, um, and I refer to the monkey Snopes trial, the monkey Snopes trial was uh, the Christian's attempt to stop evolution from being taught because for them, you know, the Bible says um, that we are created. There was no such thing as coming from an amoeba. And instead of using science or valid legal arguments, they just pulled out the Bible said so. And we, of course, you know, lost that, that trial and evolution began to be taught in schools. And so when I was at an event last night, uh, I was asked to speak by a prominent lady here in town. Um, she gave my name to a person to see if I would. And at first I wasn't going to. And then I said, well, the only thing, because they were like, well, you could talk about this or you could talk about that. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk about any of that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about what is in my wheelhouse. And that All is right. the Constitution and what liberty liberty actually means. When you said that skillful means is very thorough research, I have been researching and studying this topic um, uh-huh. for almost, well, it'll be two years this month. Mm-hmm. So I pursued it as a hobby, the Constitution, founding fathers, both sides, Federalist Papers, Anti-Federalist Papers, how things affected different people, groups, et cetera, for two years as a personal mm-hmm. study. And now... When I was, it was time to use skillful means. I had mm-hmm. my mind set and I had the ability to do so in an impactful way. The people after me that were on the same side as far as the topic were just like, you know, doing the same mistake that we've done before. And that is the Bible says this and you just have to take it. And that's not how this works. You have to be a statesman. And now I will say, like I said in the pre-show, the other uh, side of people were just as um, mocking and hostile and rude as, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but if you, if you say, like you said, that you follow a certain belief system. So if you say you're a Christian, you don't need to be hostile and you don't need to not have a valid argument and think that that's going to win people over. It's dumb. And I hate it. 
And so it's the same thing I saw on the other side, and I hate to use those terms because we're supposed to all be Americans, but um, on the other side of the issue, also throwing out ridiculous arguments of where if they didn't have one, they just called the opposing side fascist. And, and so one of the things I said is um, liberty gives me freedom to call someone a fascist. But does elementary school level name calling produce progress? So skillful means is, uh, is the ability to know, I, this is what I'm hearing you say, the ability to know your topic so well, but it's more of the presenting in a way where people can hear. Is that what I hear skillful means being coach? Absolutely, because just just to go with the example that you just said, right? So, and especially if you if we if we put it back in a context of here are some people who were Christians that were trying to make a point, and and so let me just make sure I didn't I I didn't miss that, right? Yes. Um. So they get frustrated because somebody is like, well, you know what? I'm I understand you pulled out the Bible, but I'm not going with that. That's not enough for me. So then they get they get frustrated because they don't have any other information, right? So they now start calling names. Well, right? it was actually the other side that called names. What uh, irritated me about the Christians is their only argument is the Bible says so, and it's just quite frankly not enough in these types of situations. Right. Okay. So, okay, but that's even better. When we start name calling, we move into something called fragmentation, mm. right? Okay. Now our thoughts, okay, so because skillful means is what you and I employ, deploy every time we're on this co- this podcast together. We always speak with respect. We we honor those that we serve. We care could care less where you come from what you do. Um, We speak to people from a very principle-based format, which is to say that no matter where you are, where you come from, if you're working within principles, then um, your success is assured. Yeah. Because it's not contingent on anything else. We're not talking about what we believe. We're talking about what we know. When people start calling names, now when you get into a a place of fragmentation. People are no longer to hear. They can't hear anymore because now we are we are divisive and now we are trying to win an argument. Whenever that happens, harmony is now gone. Yes. You know, the thing that we call love is no longer present. And what we actually have is chaos. And then nothing good comes from those kinds of situations, right? As a matter of fact, it just gets worse. Yeah. The when we start to anchor fragmentation, the next thing that comes after that is, you know, fighting in various forms. And the escalation is always associated with what that person values. So, in other words, the bigger the money, right? The mm-hmm. bigger the material resource. Um, the more intensity it is in that fragmentation. 
in that discord and that division or the right. core belief of what they're trying to get done. If it's huge, it can really cause people to quite frankly, lose reasoning. It, it, exactly. And so what we're saying is, it's like, you have to, as an individual, you really have to be much more connected with yourself so that you don't essentially lose it. Because the minute you call somebody a name, you have identified yourself as an individual that is incapable, at least in these situations, of being counted on to make clear decision making. And intelligent. Yeah, well, <laughs> we <laughs> they can be highly intelligent, but that Not doesn't that mean moment. that they have they they may they can be highly intelligent but that doesn't mean that they have the ability to employ skillful means right yeah you know what i'm saying because um you know great leaders in all walks of life may not be um in terms of testing and academics they may not be the most intelligent person as far as the, those standards of measuring intelligence goes. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it from a whole person concept, a truly integrated person, the greatest leaders are people who have, who employ skillful means correctly every time. They can listen to opposing arguments. They can make decisions in uh, critical situations, but they can make a decision based on generations and years down the road. Mm -hmm. So if you're talking about something that's going to affect the, the, the city, how the city works and the people that live within that community, then you're not making a decision based on, on the next 30 days. You're making a decision that can affect people years down the line, yeah. right? And if you're name calling, you demonstrate that you're not the kind of person that's capable of doing that, right? You're just not. And what I find a lot of times the people that actually call other others names are actually operating under that name. Um, one of the yes. things that was interesting is that, so on top of an unskillful um, presentation on both sides that I witnessed um, throughout a couple of meetings, the other thing that was interesting is people that are on the same side uh, of the topic are now attacking. It's like um, friendly fire. They're attacking the very people that are on their side. And not only they've been working on this issue for a while. And so now the people that should come together are throwing bricks at the decision makers that is the most foolish thing you can do. Now, I understand pressuring politicians. I get it. I don't have any problem doing that. But the personal attack, the slander and the accusation. So what I witnessed last night, which was interesting, Coach, as you're talking, is the whole agenda thing. You have to make sure that your agenda is actually what you say it is and not something else. Okay? okay. Is, is that a hand clapping? Can we do it? I'm going to do my hand clapping. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, it, it is, right? Because again, so now what you're talking about, the hidden thing surfaces in that kind of a situation. I saw it last night. So yep. one of the key people um, that doesn't live in this state, he says he does, but there's only for 30 days. Um, he got up to speak 
And the mayor made sure that he was actually a citizen because he's from Texas. And he said, yes, as of today. <laughs> and he <laughs> he basically, which was a smart move. I thought it was a very smart move. But anyway, he basically began to talk and then threaten the council with, we're going to get our boys over here to come and get you out if you don't do what we want. Now, I understand the argument. you know. So basically, in the polling, it's like, okay, if you don't represent your constituents, we're going to vote you out. I get that. And whether they're my friends or not, like I told you in the pre-show combo, if they don't represent us, I will vote them out. So that that's the whole process. That's the purpose. But it was like this whole threat thing that was coming. Well, you know me, coach. I read facial expressions and body language. As he went up to the, the front, he just had this smug look on his face. The gotcha. The gotcha moment of I'm now a citizen, so I get to speak, bam. Now, you know me, I'm competitive. I can appreciate shrewdness. I'm like, okay, we got some shrewdness going on here, right? <laughs> but the smugness to me was a danger signal. And um, so sure enough, he um, you know, presented, he threatened and all of that. Well, then later, and the mayor had already warned, if anyone gets unruly, you'll be asked to leave. And uh, so someone was talking about the expense to the city that could be incurred. And he's like, I'll pay for it. I'll, and he started shouting from the back. And so the mayor said, you need to control yourself. He said, no, what? No, you need to excuse yourself. And so he got up and as he was, and he looked all smug, like, yeah, this, you know, and he um, called the mayor a two-faced mayor. And then he walked out. That was all a show. So the hidden agenda was his ego was being fed by being a firebrand. So when your ego is the agenda, what you say is your agenda is no longer the agenda. It's about you, right? And so we have to be careful that what we say we're going for is actually what we're going for in ego has not now become the priority. Does that make sense, coach? Yeah. So here's another thing I wanted to, to, I mean, that's absolutely true. And, you know, I was just thinking about how painful that was, you know, because, wow. But I want to say this, and this is something that the, the listener really needs to think about because you really don't get another chance. Mm-hmm. Um. One, um, your integrity is the greatest currency that you will ever own, right? Yeah. And when you, you lose your integrity, your ability to keep your word, to say what you mean, right? To be a truly authentic individual. I don't care if you're a crook. If you're a crook, then be a crook, right? Like if a guy gets up there and said, look, I want to help you and I'm going to do my best to to help you both, but you do understand that I'm going to get paid from you no matter what, right? Now, when a person says something like that, you can say, well, he's he or she is just about the money. No, they let you know up front what they do, right? Yeah. That's integrity. You may not like it, but they told you the truth. They said, we're going to leave lead you to a place where you can make a great decision, but I'm going to get paid regardless of what happens here today. Mm -hmm. Right? So don't hurt, hate the player, 
hate the circumstances that produces an individual that can that can put you in that situation because they have not lied to you, right? Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is your integrity is the greatest currency that you can ever own. And so if you identify yourself as an upstanding citizen of a person who possesses a spiritual nature that is loving and whole and connected, you cannot turn around and act like a fool on the street arguing. Yeah. Right? Don't make it difficult for people to determine who is supposed to be Christ-like and who is the person in a bar fight, right? You know what I'm saying? Yes. That should never have to happen. The second thing is the decisions made in anger can never be undone. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, I just, you know, you're probably the third thing here I should throw in there too is, and we've said it on an, another podcast, but I'm going to say it again. Your feelings are information, not your identity. When a person confuses that, they expose something else about themselves, which again is not the truth, which is what you were saying in the example when the person gets up and said, as of today, I'm a citizen. That was a skillful deployment, Mm -hmm. right? Because it allowed that person the ability to speak. What came after that was a lack of integrity. Mm -hmm. So any other meeting that occurs after that, somebody is going to say, that individual cannot be invited to this meeting, right? Um, Because that person lacks integrity, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And they are disruptive. And so we have to think about what we're seeking to do. We are not looking for people who are yes people, but we are looking at people who know how to conduct themselves skillfully. Right. And, you know, something that comes to mind as you're talking, Coach, too, is I think a lot of people, especially if the the cause that they're working for, they're very passionate about it, is they can think that their passion for a, a righteous cause gives them permission to act in ways that are unbecoming. Now, I will say that when it comes to being loving, you know, one of the things I like to say is that you know, absolutely. But don't mistake love as being a pushover either. I mean, the same Jesus that hung on a cross also created a whip and drove out the hypocrites. So love and truth doesn't mean you're mealy-mouthed or you don't um, come across strong in what you present. But what it does mean is you better make sure you're a whole person and you have integrity because the minute you start causing waves like that, you're going to make enemies and you better make darn sure that you needed to make an enemy at that time. Because the same Jesus that made the whip also said, make friends with money. So, you know what I mean? There's aspects of these things that people need to understand. So don't think that your cause gives you permission to be a fool. You've got to be skillful. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So again, this is, it, it comes back to one of the things that we've talked about at the very beginning. Research is always important. Yes. 
because research allows us to develop a full context uh, for communication yeah. with not only ourselves, but with other people, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So absolutely, I agree with you that don't confuse love with an ability to be responsible, mm -hmm. right? Yes. As a matter of fact, love is love then in the strictest sense of the word is an action. It's mm. a verb. It is. Right. So it requires us to take action. Um, and it means that you're going to take action in the highest good. If it's simply centered on the individual themselves, then now we're talking about something else. Yeah. Right. Especially if in this context where we are talking about that thousands of people lives are affected by the decisions that we make today. Right. Yes. So now when you when you're talking about love, you are talking about a love that extends beyond yourself to people that don't even know your name. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah. So we have to be, you know, we have to be really careful about that. And again, you know, <clears throat> when I think about the research that I do, I recognize personally that I tend to be in a party of one. Mm -hmm. I may consult other people to help me to find uh, resources and information that I'm looking for. But ultimately what I'm doing is this is coming from me as an individual. I want to bring it to the world in the ways that people can use it. But I am not, not aligned with any sort of groups, right? Because yeah. why is that? Because once I get into a situation like that, now there could be tentacles associated with other people that I have no idea about. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And before you know it, it's like, well, I think I like this person right here. But did you know that so-and-so was connected to this and to that? And now all of a sudden you're like, um, no, I didn't know that. So again, so when we talk about love being responsible, right? It's like, guess what? This is what I know. When I present this research that I've done, I did it on my own with the with the help of other people. And as a result of that, when it's time to present it, when they say, who are you affiliated with? I'm affiliated with me, right? Because when people go to try to just go through your stuff and discredit it, one of the first things that they want to do is go through your affiliations. Mm. Mm. Right? Okay, hang on, coach. Hang on. I'm going to do our clap. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> that was so, a good one, coach. That was a good one. <laughs> Yeah. And so um, I realized that as a part of my skillful means, <clears throat> and I said this to my professor, I said, my hunt was really a metaphor. He says, what do you mean? I said, the real part of my experience occurred after dark. Do tell. I said, okay, me and the guy that I was with, he took the low road. I took the high road. He took the what he considered to be the easiest path back to the vehicle. Well, for me, I wanted to go back to where I had parked my truck. Now, now even though it was steep and it did, it took me a long time to get there. Mm -hmm. I had, um, I was carrying a pack that was more than half my body weight. And I didn't realize at the time how much weight I had lost until I got back into Albuquerque. Yeah. But I'm walking in the dark with a headlamp 
with, um, you know, elk, raw elk meat strapped to my back in, in the national forest with black bear and mountain lion. Yep. And sure, I had a, I had a firearm, but because of the steepness of the terrain, I had to use trekking poles to get out. Yep. So since nature is the real world and not television, there was no way I was going to get out of there. I got two trekking poles and a pistol in one hand. How the hell am I going to get out of there with that, right? Yeah. It's not happening. There was a point when I was moving and I realized my headlamp can only shine so far into the dark. And then I got all of these bushes around me. So I, I got shadows. And then at one point, you know, I just had to stop because I was catching my breath. And then I heard myself say, man, I've died a number of times here already. That's not even including how many times I fell down trying to get out. Yeah. That incident right there is when I knew when I was going back to school, and this is what I was telling the professor, I said it was a metaphor, because what I essentially learned was that the work that I do could provide a level of risk. It may not, but it could. And I have to ask myself, am I willing to accept that possibility in my life to do the work that I do? Well, when I stood in that forest in the dark with all of that raw meat on my back, I was saying that I was willing to risk being attacked by something that says, hey, where the heck you think you're going with all that meat? It's like, we're going to take that and you, right? I could not be on this podcast today, right? And, and what's interesting about this, there is a YouTube short out there somewhere where a guy, I think he's in... Um, He's in the big sky country. He's elk hunting and a mountain lion is coming after him and he has to shoot at it. Right. Yep. But he doesn't, he's still on the hunt. He doesn't have any meat on his back. And that mountain lion is coming at him until he shoots. It's still out there. If I find it, I'll send it to I've you. So you I've seen it. Okay. So then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Then. Yeah. So again, so what I'm saying to the listener is, um, a part of your skillful means is the recognition that even though a position that you could take may not be a popular one, you have to know within yourself what your motivation is, what your attitude is, what your uh, what your fears are, you know, what your ultimate agenda is, because you still have to have integrity. And if you don't have that, you don't have skillful means you just have a form of selfishness you have a mask that you wear you're in a ballroom you're pretending to be a real person but you are not right yes and um to change our communities for the better right we have to have skillful means yeah right because community is whole it's not fragmented. Yeah. Right. And that's one of the things that we have to remember, you know, if we want our community to grow and to thrive, to be a prosperous community. We have to treat it like a whole piece and not a fragmented piece. Yeah. And that's what our skillful means does. Then it means that each person has to individually take it upon themselves. That it's like, Hey, look, 
I may want something here and I'm and I have to recognize that maybe in this moment what I want may not be best for everybody else, but only for me. And when you reach that decision, that's probably the time to shut up. Yeah. I will have to say for the record, Coach, as far as the affiliations aspect, anyone who listens to this podcast that knows what I'm talking about, I am not affiliated with any of the brick throwers. I am only (laughs) affiliated with me, myself, and I. We may brush elbows occasionally, but I am not with brick throwers, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, (laughs) hey, look, um, you can serve everyone and not and not be attached to anyone Mm, right that's good and and that is you know what does it say to be in the world but not of it yep because it's like hey look because when you are not attached in that sense then you are not moved right see and that's a skillful means right there and that's why that type of person with integrity people can criticize them all day long but that person with integrity like that, they will always be sought out, even by somebody that disagrees with them. They might say, you know what? I really don't like this guy, but I respect him or her. Yeah. So when I go to that person and I speak to them, I may not like what they're going to tell me, but you know what? They're going to tell me something that I can use. And chances are I'm going to end up making the best decision in that sense right yeah and that person throughout history is always highly prized right Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because they're actually quite protective as well too yeah right Uh, um people tend to protect that kind of person because they know they represent truth and integrity that's good coach i think on that note we've got another one in the bag coach i'm going to play our clapping one more time Very good. Very good. I know you can't hear it, but if you go to the the podcast and you listen to this end part, you'll be able to hear it, Coach. And uh, please leave a review if you have um, any uh, topics you want us to discuss. Let us know. Coaching Intensive opening up in February. Um, Information will be coming soon on that. Coach, do you have any final thoughts? I just want to say to the listener, you know, like strive to employ skillful means. Yes. Um, and watch your community grow and thrive. And I think I'd like to requote you uh, from this podcast. Your integrity is the greatest trust currency you have. So protect it at all costs. That's right. That's right. 